what are the arguments that that you use when you work with leadership to convince them? You know, we are we are um, at a time where companies need to organize themselves differently, and leadership needs to act differently to to be prepared for 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 uh, competition today. What are the key arguments that you use to to convince them to move forward and and change things a bit more dramatically than they might have done in the past? Well, I think there's two, right? You have to appeal to the head and you have to appeal to the heart. Um, now, the head argument is the least difficult because it's pretty clear that you know industry leadership, um, some of the consulting firms call it turnover, uh, yeah, turnover rate, industry. A topple rate. They call it topple rate. Uh, industry topple rates are higher than ever. Uh, it, in many industries, the shift in leadership is more rapid than ever. And then, of course, you have all the dramatic stories of companies like BlackBerry or Nokia or um, Rand McNally, you know, that just didn't respond to the changes around them and went under. So, you know, the kind of case to be made on a rational basis is pretty straightforward, I experienced. Um, and people have been talking about hyper-competition and the advent of you know, lowered barriers to entry across many, many, many industry segments for years. So that is not usually the problem. I get a lot of enthusiastic nods and people say, okay, then when you get to well, what does that mean for you, you know, as a leader, what does that mean you have to do differently? That becomes much more difficult. And there you need to really, I think, do three things. One is to cre help them create a burning platform, a sense that we really need to do something differently here, that, that you could call that creative discontent with the current situation in that if we keep going the way we're going, we're basically on a 20-year track to bankruptcy. You know, that, that's sort of the, 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 the first thing. So people have to feel it. Um, then they have to be able to com construct a vision for what they could be doing? How could they be participating? And the better companies I work with actually find all this industry turbulence to be quite invigorating. You know, they get very excited about it. They're like, oh, look at all these new opportunities that we're working on. So just uh, yesterday, for example, I was with LexisNexis, um, which is a fascinating company story. You know, they started off as the data processing arm of Reed Elsevier's legal department, <laughs> you know, and then through acquisitions and through growth and through new investments, they've really created a juggernaut in the world of big data and analytics uh, with a very attractive growth profile in their risk management area. And they're very energized. You know, they're saying, hey, the advent of a lot of these changes just opens up massive opportunities for companies like ours. And so I think that's that's the positive side. Uh, so you have to have dissatisfaction with where you are, a vision for where you want to go. And then the hard part is, okay, now how are you going to remove the obstacles that get in the way from where you were to where you want to be? And, you know, one of the leaders who I think does a fantastic job of this is uh, Alan Mullally, who was a senior leader at Boeing and basically saved the commercial, commercial uh, airlines division after 9-11 when demand for aircraft really just dried up. And then he went over to Ford and executed a amazing turnaround at the Ford Motor Company by doing this kind of very relentless clarity, simplification, here's what we're going to do, um, and then relentless execution. So just behaviorally getting people to uh, act and behave in new ways. And as, as they would tell you, and this is very public, so I'm not betraying any secrets, you know, when, when he took over at Ford, it was like warring factions. I mean, Ford viewed, Ford executives viewed the other executives in the company as their enemy rather than external competitors or markets or whatever. And Mullally really said, no, we have to behave as one Ford. And he developed a very interesting matrix structure, um, kind of cut through a lot of the corporate 
maneuvering that gets in the way of being able to really execute. And and the core of his uh, behavioral process is a weekly meeting he calls the business plan review meeting, where everybody gets in a room, no matter where they are in the world, and goes over what they did that week. And he says, look, if you don't have an answer this week, that's fine. We'll all be together next week again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the relentless execution that that requires is is just amazing. So it's, it's you need you need people to feel uneasy, unhappy, that things aren't going to go okay if we just keep doing what we're doing. Then they have to have a sense of what's the upside, how positive could it be in the future. And then you need some kind of execution process which relentlessly tackles the obstacles that stand between where you are today and where you want to be tomorrow. 